What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Movie Boys. I'm Tyler. I'm Rowdy. And this is going to kind of be, are we going to do this as a double header? Are we doing this? Okay, we're doing this as two separate episodes. All right, well, we're going to be doing two back-to-back tonight. And the first up that we have is The Green Knight, which just came out. 2021 film. Yeah, it just came out July 30th, I Written believe. and directed by David Lowry, who the only other thing that I've seen from him is Ghost Story, which is Casey Affleck under like a old school ghost costume mm-hmm. for like two hours because he's dead. And it's about his wife dealing with his death. Huh. But he's just under a sheet with holes cut out the whole time. I'll I'll have to watch that. I haven't watched that. I don't think I've seen anything with Casey Affleck in it. How many A24 movies have you watched, Tyler? That's what I was going to bring up because, to my knowledge, this is the first A24 production that I've ever watched. Well, you watched Hereditary, correct? No, I've never seen Hereditary, oh, no. Pussy. But... Is it a scary movie? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's really good. Tony oh. Collette was robbed of an Oscar nomination because the Oscar discriminates against horror movies. Oh and yeah, she is. That does make sense. This isn't a hereditary review, but Tony Collette is amazing in that movie. And you said that was an A twenty four. What yeah. about anything else? A twenty four. I would have seen. There's so much. Uh, well, not that you've seen. I mean, this movie. Spoiler alert! Is fucking crazy it's weird yeah Yeah, it's weird and it's really uh it's a classical way of telling a story but it's also unique in its own way too well, and they even say in their own synopsis is like it's a it's a daring and bold take on like a really old story yeah so i mean honestly i think this is going to be like our first episode where you and i have a very polarized opinion on a movie. Yeah. Because you, according to you, you really liked it. I really enjoyed it. It was a beautiful, well-shot movie with yes. just a basic story. Yeah. And that, yeah, you're right. It's, you're right. It was beautifully shot. The cinematography was amazing. Yeah. I know it was shot on Ari, uh, Ari Flex 65s. So, uh, it was all done on film is really, and they used Ari primes. So it was beautifully shot, which did wait a minute. We haven't done a review on, uh, what was it? The one with Don Cheadle. No sudden move. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't done that one either. We need to do that one, but yeah, spoiler alert on that one. That's not really a spoiler alert. The cinematography on that pissed me off so much. I liked it too. Oh my god, it was the movie is amazing. I loved the movie Steven itself. Steven Soderbergh, dude. But oh my god, like those he used like really wide lenses and with no and there's nothing wrong with really wide lenses, but the problem was is he was using them for like very mobile shots. Yeah, and, and so everything was just warping. Like it was almost it was borderline giving me a headache. Well, it's I think that's sort of what he was going for. I mean, this isn't a no sudden moves podcast or review episode, yeah. but that's a weird movie too, but yeah, The Green Knight though, the, like everything about it was just awesome to me. Like 
everything from the cinematography to the lighting, mm-hmm. even the sound design at yep. some point. Yep. It was just really well made. Yeah. Uh, the and the CG, the and, yeah, the and that's the thing. The green the green knight himself, I don't know if that was practical it was or not. Practical okay. It looked a, really good. There's a part whenever I think it's whenever he's handing the letter at the beginning of the movie where it like does a close up on his hand and you could see like the gloviness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it was really so me personally, my critiques are gonna be on the story itself because like like Rowdy said, it was beautifully shot, the lighting, the the lenses, the, the just everything about it was beautiful. And the acting too. Was yes, really the good acting too. was phenomenal. Jeff Patel's our leading man playing Sir Gawain or Gawain. Gawain. Yeah. Fun fact, uh uh Joel Edgerton, who's also in this, who plays the Lord later mm-hmm, on in the mm-hmm. movie, he plays Sir Gawain in the other King Arthur movies starring Clive Owen that I watched shortly after we watched this. Oh really? Yeah, so he's playing the same character yeah. almost. Yeah. So I mean long story short, it's literally about Sir Gawain, which is King Arthur's nephew, and he's like basically a party boy, from what I can tell. Yeah. He's a party boy and he wants to prove himself. So they're it's Christmas Day, they're having their feast. The Green Knight shows up and basically says, May any one of your knights challenge me to and, a game. And yeah, and he says, you know, whatever you can hit you can strike me however you want to strike me. And one year later you have to come to my castle and I'm gonna strike you the same way that you struck me. And so for some reason, Sir Gawain was like, I'll do it. And, literally, and yeah, literally lops his head off. And then the knight, you know, stands up, picks his head up and starts laughing and rides out of the castle. That laugh and that scene of him just carrying his head out, riding on that horse was just so fucking scary to me. Yeah, it was uh, It was it's just awesome. like a real deep laugh, like a throaty laugh. And one thing that I do want to point out was, I had no I had no expectations. I had no idea what this movie was about well, when we went to go see it. The only it. thing we saw was the first trailer and that just showed visuals basically. Yeah. And so I literally I had no earthly idea yeah. what was going on uh before we watched the film. Um but and anyway, so he parties his ass off for a year and then he takes off to find the castle that he's supposed to meet at. And some crazy trippy shit happens. <laughs> it's basically along a medieval way. acid trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, he b- basically he starts off his journey and he gets like, uh, he gets swindled by some guy. Yeah, he gets robbed. And he gets robbed, and tied and, up, and then he goes on a side quest to uh, reconnect a, a ghost with her decapitated head, mm-hmm. and puts her puts her to rest or whatever. Yeah. And then he comes up on, well, he meets, did he meet the fox yet by that point? I th- it was sparse. Like it was sprinkled throughout the yeah. entire trip. He'd see it and then he'd yeah. team up with it. Or but whatever. yeah, basically. And like he met some giants, like he comes up on this yeah, cliff. That's something that I really liked about this movie is that it didn't explain things to you. It just presented things to you and said, deal with it. Yeah. 
there was no mention of any giants before. No, or they just after. Show, yeah, they like, just show up. And that was the thing is, like, he, like, flagged one of them down, and he's like, can I get a ride? And he just, like, hops on his shoulder. Yeah. And then it just literally just cuts to him, like, not being with them anymore. You just see him walking off in the distance. Yeah, it was. And then he ends up at this, the. Oh, uh, the manor with the Lord. With the Lord. And uh, we didn't mention this earlier, but Alicia Vikander's also in this. She plays his love interest. She's a, a lady of the night, I guess. Yeah. In his kingdom that he lives in. And she pulls double duty in this because she's cast again as like the Lord's wife at this place. I don't yeah. I guess she was trying to have sex with him the entire time. And he was like, no, this isn't right. Yeah. He's a better man than I and am. And the Lord actually, which, like, I had no idea about this story before I watched this. And, like, the the classical story of it or whatever. Yeah. But um, traditionally, the Lord is just the human form of the Green Knight. And that's what I thought that they were going to go for in the movie. But uh-huh. it never, like, showed you. Oh, like okay. that, that was true or anything, but the Lord in the, in the, uh, of the manor who's played by Joel Edgerton, uh, he sort of plays a game with him. Like he gives him the same deal basically mm-hmm. where he tells him like whatever gift you get from the house, like yeah. you return to me or whatever. Which, and it's a kiss. I was about to say, which I take as if you bang my wife, you got to bang me. Yeah. <laughs> which, Hey man, more power to you. So after that, he gets freaked out, basically. Yeah. And his wife takes a photograph of him. Yeah, that was crazy, too. Which she made it seem like witchcraft, which who knows, maybe back then, if you could do photographs, that was witchcraft. Yeah, most likely. But anyway, he ends up at the castle, and then he the guy tells him okay well bow down it's time for you to lose your head like you cut my head off basically it's like oh no okay oh no okay oh don't do it okay do it but then eventually he's like nope can't do it yeah goes back to the kingdom screws over his prostitute yeah because she gets in love with yeah and she has his kid and they take it away and they pay her for it yeah and then he raises it only to die in battle Mm mm-hmm and then he, his kingdom basically just gets taken over. Yeah, get, he basically crumbles. And then... He's sitting on a throne and his head just falls off. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts back to him being yeah. in the in the, ca- the castle. And it was and he's all like, just a dream. Yeah, he was like, okay, no, just cut my head off. And yeah. Blackout right there. So, I mean... And that's what you didn't like about it was everything. Well, no, 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 no. Story-wise. No. Well, and that's... Like, here's the whole thing. Like, I actually appreciated the, you know, the whole him leaving and it coming back and it wasn't real. Yeah. Because it wasn't like a vast majority of the movie. It was, yeah, it was literally like, like the 10, minutes. yeah, 10 or 15 minutes of the movie, which I appreciate that. It's not like it was in freaking, uh, what was it? Repo Men, where like, oh, where you get like a movie? third of the move, third yeah. of the way in and then it's just a dream after that. Yeah. That, that pissed me off. So it was just. <sighs> Me personally, because, like, I've realized the story all along. Well, well, when you finish when you finish the movie, you realize that the story was very cut and dry. Yeah. You know, he played the game, and for whatever reason, he was an idiot and cut his head off. I would have just, like, 
nicked his arm. Nicked his arm or something, yeah. and that's all they would have had to do. Which back then, that was probably a death sentence, too, let's yeah, be honest. True. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Dying from toothaches and stuff yeah. back then. But anyway, and so, and that's literally what happens. So, and if you think about it, that's, you know, the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie, because they drug that out for God knows how long before the night actually showed up. And then the last, like, 20 minutes of the movie because it just it just seemed like like you said it was like a side quest whenever he found the house that he needed to sleep in that night and then he went through all that trouble with the decapitated head virtually for nothing well it wasn't for nothing it was just a story device to get his the axe back that he needed because something else we didn't mention is after he chopped the knight's head off he got oh, yeah, to keep he his, his weapon axe. yeah, yeah his, he left his, his axe. a giant cartoonish axe that looked like it was out of bloodborne or something which if you think about it makes sense because the character itself was cartoonish yeah well that's uh, that goes another thing to like the video game aspect of it being a side quest type thing yeah i liked it it, it was a lot of fun i just and not only that the runtime it was two hours and ten minutes of virtually a short story yeah that just i'm fine with it it just felt so bloated it felt like it dragged on it would have been bad and enjoyable if the acting was bad like a pretty turd basically because it was shot well but it was acted so well you're right yeah like well and that it's one of those things that like i've noticed is they expect these actors you know as good as they are to be able to act out a bad story like yeah. good acting doesn't save a shitty story i'm yeah. sorry i don't know what to tell you because like you said it was well acted very well acted and like the whole lord thing that literally did nothing well i think that that was like i said earlier they didn't spell it out for you immediately but it's meant to be like that's the green knight the the lord's the green knight okay basically but it still served literally no purpose. He stayed there a few days. He ate. He got his picture taken. And he got And his hit. wife was trying to have sex with him. The guy's wife was trying to he have sex with him. He also got the, his mother, like, blessed a, a, a sash, sash or whatever. And it was him getting it back because it was stolen from him earlier. And that sash kept him from being able to get hurt. So, basically, these little things are just like, it's like video game shit. Yeah. Like it's a side quest to get the reward back or get the reward for what you need to finish the quest. Yeah. And, and it's so crazy because you and I are such avid game, you know, video game players and especially with role playing games. Mm -hmm. But I just, oh my God. It, that's it mostly why I loved it so and much. And that's the thing. And, and maybe, maybe now that I think about it, that's why I didn't like it. It was like, if I was going to do this, I would rather play a game. Yeah, that's rather, understandable. Rather than, because that's almost like me sitting there watching somebody play an RPG. See, I do that all the See, time, too. See, and that's the thing. I'm not knocking anybody that watches streamers because I have no problem watching. But me personally, the only thing that I would ever get out of watching streamers or the only thing that I would want to watch a streamer play is like horror games. Yeah. Because horror games scare the living shit out of me. I would I'd much rather go watch a horror movie. <laughs> Big old puss. <laughs> I would much rather. Hey, I played all the Dead Space games. Yeah, for Carlos. And I loved those games. But I kid you not, when it came to like Silent Hill, nope. 
I ain't man enough. I don't blame you with that. I, that shit I'm was not, too weird. Dude, I am not man enough for Silent Hill games. And that's the thing is like you have these like, what are they? They, um, what's it? These like um, indie devs that come up with like some of the scariest games ever. They're all like short little games. Yeah. But they're so horrifying. It's so crazy. Yeah. And, but anyway, so maybe, like I said, maybe now that I think about it, that's why I wasn't crazy about it. I felt like I was watching someone play an Maybe, RPG. Yeah. yeah. But, that's understandable. So, I maybe mean. Maybe that's why I enjoyed it so much, because I like watching people play stuff, too. But I, it, it was, it's a fun movie. Well, it's not a fun movie. It's an artsy slog of a basic story that's enjoyable to look at. Yeah, like I said, it was it was beautifully shot. It was, it, and like I said, it in my opinion, it literally just goes to show you that it doesn't matter if you have like this movie. What was the budget? Was fifteen million uh, worldwide? It's done sixteen million so far. So they've made their movie budget back. Yeah. You know, as far as their marketing budget, I, I don't. There know. wasn't much marketing. I can't either. imagine there was. Yeah. I don't remember a, a, a campaign at all. I remember all. like a poster on Instagram in the trailer that I saw. That's it. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully they didn't spend too much on marketing, and. Who knows? Maybe this was just a passion project for somebody. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the thing about A24 movies, bringing this back around. They make some of the weirdest movies I've seen. Like, uh, do they have a parent company? I wonder. I don't, I don't know. But Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. Mm -hmm. That movie is the weirdest movie I've ever seen, but it's also one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Because it's just two really good actors yelling at each other the entire time <laughs> but in funny accents like Willem Dafoe you can hardly understand him but uh let's see what other A24 movie is there oh so apparently A24 is seeking to sell oh. their asking price as of right now is three billion dollars I would buy that if I had the money and I would uh, keep it the same it's majority owned by David Finkel Finkel I thought you were going to say Fincher. I was going to say that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and Daniel Katz. That name sounds so familiar, Daniel Katz. That doesn't sound... David Finkel sounds familiar to me. We might have just seen it in the credits or something. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, like, who knows? Maybe it was they were really good friends with whoever uh, wrote the... Who'd you say the director was again? David... Uh, Lowry. David Lowry? Yeah. So, which he wrote and directed the movie, so right, that might which be that makes why sense. another reason it was so bare bones is because he's not really. A I don't want to hear that. Look at all uh, of Christopher on. Nolan's movies. Hold on, though. Let me see if he's like. Which, I guess I'll give I'll give you the benefit on that. Christopher Nolan's brother helps him write a lot of his films. Oh yeah, he's written more things than he's directed. Yeah, so no, he probably already had this written. Yeah, well, it looks like he writes every movie that he directs, though, also. Which, that's fine. Yeah. He's doing uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. I don't I, <laughs> I hate the story of Peter Pan in general. Yeah. Like, even as a kid, I hated those movies. Hey, man, you're not a Michael Jackson fan? That's basically what he was. Yeah. That's, yeah, <laughs> thanks to his father. You know what? That was his, that was his coping mechanism. He basically there's, wanted to be Peter Pan. There's a horror movie there. Uh like a pop like basically michael jackson's life it's a horror movie <laughs> somebody make that so i mean 
there's really not much more I can say about it. Do you like, have a uh, a favorite scene? Because I have two that are tied. Mm, I mean, nothing really stands out to me other than like the act, the whole the scene of the Green Knight being in, you know, the, the Knights, Knights of the, the Round, Round Table. Table. So, I mean, that just, it looked really good. Yeah. One of them you're going to hate because I remember when we watched it, you asked, why, why did they do that? Yeah. And it was when he got kidnapped and tied up and left there. It does a oh, 360. Oh, I forgot about a, that. A slow 360 spin. And then he, Dev Patel's laying on the ground tied up, like squirming. Or no, he's he's given up, basically. And then the the camera just pans around in a 360 and comes back to his body and is a skeleton. Right. And then it comes back around. And then that's when he, like, wakes up and he starts fighting and he gets out. Yeah. So, like, literally, the cam- they did a 720 pan, basically. Yeah. It, and it, oh, my God, it was so painstakingly slow. I, I enjoyed it, though. I absolutely the symbolism hated of that. It. Like, he was envisioning himself dying and giving up. And that's fine. But, good God, did they need to do a six-minute pan? No, they didn't. But, I mean, isn't that the moral of the story? Though, We're trying to movie? drag out a 15-minute yeah. short film. That's yeah. almost, that's literally what it felt like. But my, uh, I enjoyed that scene, but my... My second favorite, I mean, it's tied for my first, but when he gets his cum rag back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the wife of the manor, or the I wife of the Lord, that. beats him off. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> and he comes all over the sash that his mom made him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot about that. I just, when I saw that in the movies, I just pictured, like, a text pop over the screen, like Skyrim. It's like, <laughs> come rag a quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fight the Green Knight without my magical comrade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Okay, yeah, no, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was a good scene. But uh, overall, if I had to rate this movie, I'd give it a solid eight. <sighs> Me personally, just because the cinematography was so good. Like the visuals, everything. It looked so good. The acting was so good. I'm going to give it a five. Jesus. If the story were there, if it were there, this would easily be like a nine, eight or nine. I want to ask you a question. Okay, let me hear it. What would you, what was the last Transformers movie you saw? Like the most recent one? Uh, It had to have been Age of Extinction. That was the last time I watched that. What would you rate that? Let's put it this way. Are we gonna do? Are we going to do a Godzilla versus Kong episode? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's been so. out too long. It doesn't matter. We never planned on doing an episode because there's nothing of substance there to talk I know, about. But I want to know. There's like no- if you hold this movie in a lower regard than that fucking trash dumpster. Let's that put is it this way. I don't. I don't give a damn what anybody says. And and Gordon Ramsay's full of shit. If he thinks I'm. If I'm. Or if he's says that I'm wrong. I guarantee you that man likes a McDonald's burger every now and then. You're uh, fucking crazy. Mm-hmm, I don't give a shit. So there, it doesn't matter. Like I tell my wife all the time, it doesn't matter if you're eating filet mignon every single day. A Big Mac tastes good every now and then. Yeah, that's true. So 
let's put it this way: the same the same thing that we have about Kong versus or Godzilla versus Kong. Because we liked that movie, did we not? Yes. It was good. It was really good. It did what it, it needed f- to do. It was a fun movie. It was a fun movie, and that's it. But my argument with the Transformer thing, and this is a tangent, I'm sorry if you're listening to this, but what is the my biggest critique of those movies? That they're so damn long. Exactly. And in, hold on, and in their defense... It was the last one that was that long. No, the, the first the three, three they are literally like two. They're no, like two hours long. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I the, gotta. F- the original three, they're like two hours long. I think the third, the third one? The night something something night. Transformers. Because it was Transformers, and then it was the Dark of the Moon, and then it was no the last night. I think. I don't think this was the last. This is a more recent one, but. This one is, where's the runtime? Sorry. Tyler, fill, fill the space. Fill the dead air. Okay, so. For, two and a half hours. That's what I said, two and a half hours. So that one's two and a half hours. The first two were like a little over two hours. Okay, now two I'm going to look maybe. up another one. Now, what was the dinosaur one? That was the last one that I saw, Age of Extinction. If I'm not mistaken, that one was like 315. Right at three, maybe. It was long. I mean ridiculously I'm sorry, long. one of the autocorrects is soundtrack. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, to give people some context, me and Rowdy talk about this all the time because obviously we come onto these podcasts. And Two, we, uh, 2.45. Okay, so it wasn't even quite three minutes, three yeah. hours, but it felt like an eternity. But Rowdy and I have this conversation all the time and he gives me crap for liking this Transformers movies, but I was a sucker for Transformers when I was a kid. So when the Transformers movies came out, I kid you not, those things could have been complete dumpster fires, and I still would have loved those movies. So basically, the last three of them were longer than two and a half hours apiece. Right. And they're all just like, they stretch, you talk about stretching out a story. you're 100% right. See, you can fill it in with like enjoyable things because there's pieces there, but they don't do it because Michael Bay is a hack. Mm. But... You got to think about it like this. This movie, I had no connection to this movie whatsoever. Yeah, that's true too. It'd have been different yeah. if I was if I grew up I like a, a I, sucker for King Arthur, Arthur and yeah. the Knights of the Round Table or something. Maybe that would have saved this movie yeah, for me. That's but a good point. There, I had no guilty pleasure in this movie other yeah. than the fact that I'm a I'm a nut for cinematography. Yeah. Because let's put it this way: talk to me, Tyler, like five or six years ago. Who didn't give a flying flip about cinematography or you know you know i wasn't into filmmaking like i am now i guarantee you i would have walked out on that movie guarantee it i so, kid you not are you saying that now that i care about movies as much as i do i should give uh the second ghost rider movie that i walked out <laughs> of a chance hey i'm that's gonna be between you and you and ghost rider because i don't i haven't seen either of those films it's fun because let's bad. put it this way the to the best of my knowledge the only other the only film i've ever that i can recall walking out on was uh bruno oh my god see your your taste is ass i don't want to hear that because i've watched uh i can't even remember the name of it borat i watched borat i loved borat oh so what you're saying is you're uh homophobic because it doesn't gay man it doesn't even have anything to do with homophobia if the man wants to be gay, he can be gay, but I don't want to see him sling his dick around for two hours. 
Because <laughs> that's basically that, what it was. I think that that's funny for some reason. I, don't know. And I there, mean, you and see how I talk to you and everybody oh, else. Yeah, that's and fun. there's nothing wrong with that. But just me, per, all like I said, I made it. I whenever it got to the part to where he was having sex with the dude in the room <laughs> and he went flying across the room in the in the office chair to put his dick in him. Yeah. That was funny. I let it slide. I was like, okay, a little bit of gay humor. Little did I know he was that, literally going to make a commercial about him, about his helicopter dick. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> see, that's the thing about Sasha Baron Cohen movies, though, is, and we're going on another tangent, but, like, the, there's themes to it. And that one, it was just gay humor. Right. And that's fine. I just wonder how candid all of that was act, actually was. Like, whenever he went to that swingers party. I'm sure that it was real. Most of us. The, 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 do you remember the climax of the movie? I don't think so. It was him being straight. Like, he reformed to being a straight guy. No, I didn't and make he's it like that far in the film. he's like this Ted Nugent looking dude. Nope. He I didn't make it that far. He's the announcer of an MMA uh, fight. Mm-hmm. And there's rednecks everywhere. Mm-hmm. And his boyfriend and him reunite. Mm-hmm. And they start making out and taking each other's clothes off in the middle of the cave. <laughs> They're throwing cha- steel chairs into the ring at these guys. And that was a real thing? It was real. They, was, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, he gave an interview where he said that they had to build a tunnel. Like, uh, before everything. Because they knew? They knew, like, the reaction that they were going to get was so volatile. So they immediately got into that tunnel and went out of the fucking arena. That's crazy. Yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen's crazy. So he, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was real. But, uh, but yeah, to the best of my knowledge, that's the only film I ever walked out of. But, okay, well, I think that we've talked enough about everything except for the Green Knight. <laughs> yeah. So as far as the Green Knight goes, I mean, if if you want to watch a really artsy rendition of a really old story, uh, I do highly recommend it. Like I, I said, it's beautifully shot. I definitely recommend it. If you want to know how to pad a short film into a two-hour feature, I definitely recommend it. It's very good. <laughs> so, um, but I guess with that, we'll call this episode done. Uh, and we will see you guys in the next one. I'm Tyler. I'm Rowdy. And this has been The Movie Boys. Bye-bye. <laughs>